What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, we back in here for another day. We got a great show today. We got breaking news, breaking news. Sean, Sean, Brittany Griner, Sean, has been released from a Russian gulag. And there was a prisoner swap, and we're going to get into this one. We're going to ask you if um, uh, the, the United States got it right. If the United States got it right, we're going to give you the lowdown, the background information, and all of that. All right, so that is going to be what we got coming up on this show. And, of course, as people file in, we will do our normal podcast. We don't start off with that point of the show because not everybody's in here. People are going to come in, and they're going to miss that part of the show. And they say, did you talk about Brittany Griner already? Yes, I did. All right, so we normally leave that for the main event all right but we also have some other things that we need to discuss because that's what we do here on this podcast and this will be a shorter podcast because i got to do a little slight road trip really quick and it's not even a it's just a quick one all right but um i gotta hit the freeway let the wind blow all right shout out to tupac and uh to let you guys know we are simulcasting on fakebook.com all right you might have to type in the real name of the app but i call it fake book you can see me on fakebook.com. Shout out to everybody watching me on Facebook simulcasting here on YouTube on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You know how it works around new, here. New, 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 new and then also you can um you can uh, watch me on the Notorious CGA channel in which you can super chat over there. We'll explain that in a minute. And you can watch me on Rumble Dumble over there. We're on Rumble um, and uh, we're simulcasting over there. So anyway, to let your voice be heard on this topic, dollar sign CGA live is how you contribute via the cash app. If you don't want your government name said, put at the beginning, no government name before you type in your message. Also, the same thing on Vimo, Coach Greg Adams TV. The same thing on PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And this link to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Also, you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. You'd have to leave this channel and go over to the Notorious CGA channel over there. You know how we do it over here. <laughs> Yes, indeed. And uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. So we'll do the earlier contributors to today's show. Oh, I must remind you because we might get a, a couple of new visitors to this particular show. You might not know who I am and you might be wondering, why do I have to subscribe to talk in the live chat? Well, that's what you have to do where we don't like spam and we don't like people to watch and think they could just say what they want to say and then just get the hell up out of there. It's good. <laughs> All right, but uh, as you can see, this show does not promote hate or harm for any person based on their gender, relationship, status, race, or class, although I am a classist. I am a classist, and I come in the spirit of the Elijah and uh, Thanos as well, but the goal of this show is to promote healthy relationships and choices specifically for men in lifestyle, finances, and in, in their emotional relationships. So we're going to speak from one side of the aisle, one side of the perspective. Yes, we have biases. Thank you, Huffies. We have biases, and we're going to exhibit them. That's what everybody does, even your media. New, 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 new world order. The media going to be unhinged on this one, of course. This is going to be a divisive subject matter and all of that stuff. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. We're going to start over there on the Notorious CGA channel with some super-duper-duper chats over here. And the first super-duper chat that we're going to get to is, man, I would try to flash them up on the screen, but I see. They ain't letting the brother do it. So shout out to Albert Wesker over there. He says, so Biden gets XX Skittles 
out of the gulag, but a Marine veteran, Paul Whelan, is still there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. They care more about saving Skittles than a military veteran. And then, hey, a lot of people are going to make that decision right now. And we know that the trend is to promote those lifestyles, those 1511 uh, genders and, and, and the rain, reading rainbow community. And you got people that are like men. I mean, I'm, I'm the position that I'm going to take, obviously, is how do we teach accountability? <laughs> how do we teach accountability when we let out a women's basketball player who went over there, committed a crime? And we're going to get to Paul Whelan in a minute. He's believed to be a spy. He's in there for espionage, right? Which is a very, very, I mean, when you're talking about countries, that's a very serious one. Proof Is there proof that he was one? He's military and he was working as a, he was working over there. And uh, yeah, are we are we prioritizing Brittany Griner? Mm. <laughs> this is going to be a tough subject matter, man. And a lot of people. Oh, by the way, if you want to vote on this one, I know some pro blacks are going to be in the building. Never cared about women's basketball. Brittany Griner is probably, I don't know, 25 percent black, maybe 50, 70. I don't know if you want to if that's going to be your lean, that's going to be your lean. And I know the potheads are in the building. Shout out to the potheads smoking a fat one right here. All right. So the weed heads are in the building because they're obviously like vape cartridges. Are we really going to put vape cartridges in Seattle, Washington? She would get no time. They throw a party for her. But you're like the Russians. Then you have the people that are saying the Russians are only using it as leverage. Right. You have those people. So in here, I, I gave the opportunity for you to voice your opinion. You obviously can subscribe and, and, and talk, but you also can vote on the poll. I put a poll up. Do you think this prison swap between a legit dangerous arms dealer and Brittany Griner is a fair deal? Do you think the United States came out in favor in favor uh, in this trade? Or do you think Russia got the best of the deal? Who do you think? Uh, do you think Joe Biden's doing dumb things? I've done some dumb things. I'll do dumb things again. All right. Do you think he's doing dumb things? Leo K says sleeper agent Boris Lava, uh, Boris Lava Griner activated. Yeah, man. She, you know, as you guys know, once the government, the, the federal government, once they get their claws into you, oh, she's an agent from here on out. She definitely an agent. She definitely gonna be new, 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 new world order. And we'll give you the rundown and the the backstory on Brittany Griner, just in case you don't know who she is. You might be coming around. Who, who's Brittany Griner? Right. This is going to be one of the most talked about news stories today, unless something trumps this. Uh, Raul says the only time Brittany Grinder is going to be traded for something valuable in her career. Damn. So I could focus on my career. Indeed. Shout out to ACDC afternoon coach and the CGA agents. You're right, coach. Daughter of the Disney self-deleter, Brittany Christensen. Christensen just came out and said the wife was toxic. Good Lord. I'm going to have to go check that out. Um, you know, I want to, that's probably a story I'm going to follow up on tomorrow. All right. We won't have a stream tonight, but um, we're going to follow on, on up on that tomorrow. And, uh, you know, uh, another man loses his life disposable. Uh, the woman gets to just move on with life. But I'm, I'm glad the daughter is at least coming out and saying my mom is crazy. And a lot of kids can't say that. A lot of kids want to say that. Uh, because wives and, and wives that are in uh, parts of divorces, they emotionally terrorize their children. They hold them captive via emotions. And people will not discuss this. These pseudo psychologists from the University of California, Berserkly, will not talk about this. This is emotional harm that they're doing. And, and by the way, these women do this to you for 30, 40, 50 years until your adulthood. 
right? And what, what that means is, and click, and if you're a new viewer, what that means is the mother, the kid internally knows that the mother will snap emotionally if the, the child chooses the neutral position or the father. If the child chooses a neutral position in the middle or the father, they know inherently, they know by, by the mother, they know how the mother breaks down. They know the mother's going to snap, and so they lean to the mother. They lean out of default, not out of loyalty, not out of choice. They lean to the mother because they know the mother's going to blow up and go to court and fight and, and, and waste money and resources. So what we're seeing now is potentially in that case where the man jumped off the five-story parking lot in Disney and he deleted himself. What, um, what we're now discovering, if the child does say that the wife was toxic and she initiated this action in domestic violence cases, and we talked about domestic abuse, when women initiate 70% of these things based on studies that we provided, they initiated either physically, emotionally, or verbally, and then the guy responds, they then activate the scent patrol, you know, and then they jump. And so the kid, self, the kid goes in self-preservation mode and knows that the mother's going to act up, so they side with the mother, but they really want to be neutral, mostly neutral, sometimes side with the father. Anyway, Warhammer says, Joe said, what did you say? He said, it's barbecue in there. Just uh, simping. All right, what, four 304s? Oh, it's just simping for 304s. All right, shout out to you. Uh, where are we at here? Boy, we got a lot of people sounding off. Shot X says, damn coach. We could have gotten the first round pick for that arms dealer. We sent back over there. Give Joe, but give Joe Biden the buzzer. Shout out to you and the coach gang. Neil Stewart, glad I can super chat on this channel. CGA, love you. Yeah, indeed. Thank you, bro. KT King, last one over here. Speaking as a prior law enforcement and military, this WAP will create more entitlement in Americans when traveling abroad. This doesn't teach Amer Americans. You guys know, man, I, I love America. I love America. Well, I love me. I don't mind this country. I'm not a country hater. I'm not one of these country haters. Can it be better? Of course. But some people just straight up hate America, but they ain't going nowhere. In this situation, Amer this adds to the American entitlement for sure. All right. First of all, you guys were over there talking about, well, Russia's. Uh, Russia should legalize marijuana when they probably they, people smoke it over there. But come on, this isn't this isn't the debaucherous country, Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, this isn't the destructive nature. This is an America where we basically just subdue and each other and um, basically just, you know, make each other, let, let each other drug each other to death just for financial gain. So you have that story. And now you got to have people that go over there. You're going to bring vape cartridges everywhere. As soon as they detain you, you're going to think you're Brittany Griner. Mm. Shout out to Double A over here. He says, you deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. Thank you, coach. All right, we changing lives over here. The Nobel Peace Prize. They should nominate me. And by the way, yes, uh, Zelensky, Time Magazine, peak person of the year. Uh, never confuse person of the year as somebody they endorse or support. All right. It is just the person that is enigmatic. He, he's the, the talk of the town. And so, you know, one Adolf Hister was once the um, <laughs> the person of the year for Dime magazine as well. But that doesn't mean that they support them or do they? As you guys know, some of these liberal press medias, uh, the New York Times, I believe uh, a lot of them did support. You know who? 
in the early points of the war, but we don't want to talk about that. Shout out to Vimo. Vimo, Macaroni Tony, damn you broke down HBCUs yesterday. He says, dude, I know and experience better travel and board accommodations with coaching an AAU program. Yes, yes, and Division Two is not that much better, but it's better than HBCUs for sure. Shout out to, we're going to call you W. Reese, says coach. I think you just might have missed one. I think Coach Adamas predicted that Griner wouldn't be released. Why did you have to do this to me? In one of your podcasts earlier this year, but I'm not exactly sure. Appreciate you, Coach. And I will say this. I didn't think she was getting out. So, eh, Coach Adamas might take a little bit of a hit here. Coach Adamas' batting percentages might have taken a hit. And Mr. Reese had to pull, you had to point the shit out, didn't you? All right. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> anyway, you had to point that out. Anyway, well, I'm 90, I'm 97% now. 99.7. It's all right. I'm still, I'm still in the 90 shot. The other one I missed. There is another one that I missed, but I got partially right. But eh, let's get into the stories here. Here's the stories uh before we get into the total mess that is the Britney Griner release, trading them for the arms dealer Victor uh Victor Victor Bout. I mean, that's an L. Uh, the first story here, we're gonna go to Straggle and Sniggle. We're going to Straggle and Sniggle Theater for you people that are at work. Uh, and then want something to sniggle about, we're going to straggle and sniggle theater, and this should be a doozy. We're going to the community encore, of course. All right, straggle and sniggle theater, we're going to a pastor. I don't know what type of pastor it is. I didn't have time to research it. Somebody just sent it to me right before I came on. Um, we're going to go to Anthony Brian Logan's Instagram. Shout out to ABL. Pastor Jamal Bryant, I've heard of him before. And there's this sister, you been on, oh my, my. Look at her wig. Look at her finger wave wig. She's looking good out there, all right? She didn't slick her hair back. All right, uh, anyway, Pastor Jamal Bryant wants to grow weed at his church. And that's how she's looking at him. Hey, uh, the Negro community also does not, they find this despicable. And as we can tell here, the Negro community frowns upon these shenanigans. They frown on my shenanigans, but this one got to be even Martin Luther Lee is going. Martin Luther Lee is like, uh, what the hell is you talking about? Let's see what he talk about, Sean. And I believe this is the, to the point that I've been saying where the church has lost is that they pander so much to women that they're now trying to bring men in and they want men to out be out here growing crops of cannabis. I kid you not. Let's go ahead to the tail of the tape, the film, and he's going to let it be known. I'm looking for people that smell like weeds. <laughs> no, 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 really. Is <laughs> New Birth is the largest land-owning black church in America. And so my position to my deacons is why aren't we not raising cannabis? I'll be able to bring in black males. They're able to do it legally. Mm. I'm teaching them farming. Oh my God. I'm helping them to enhance the ecosystem. Uh, th th this is the kind of conversation. So if the guy, black boy in Bankhead said, they grow weed at the church. Where do I join? Yes. I don't need no pamphlet for him. Mm -hmm. 
I can't play the rest of that because I had that five on it song in the background and it's going to cause a situation here. But again, this is how he believes he's going to populate the male, repopulate the male missing male church is to get men in there that smell like weed. The community keeps taking L's, man. I'm going to tell you, man, look, I know people want to know. I'm giving you solutions on how to solve the problem, but this ain't it. All right. We got another L coming up here and we just go tell them it's a long L. But the reason why he's doing it is obviously money, but he's not going to say that. But the second reason is this is how he's going to get black men into his church, which he probably realizes only 20 uh, percent of his church probably are adult males. Right. Uh, probably 20 to 25 percent of his church are adult males. And there's a big gap between the genders. And now he's trying to figure out how to populate the church. So he's going to get gang bangers, we heads gang. I don't know, somewhere in Bunkhead in Atlanta. This is absolutely insane, and I did not realize the church could have a garden of Whedon, the garden of Whedon, to uh to make side money. What in the, like we making side money in church? We making side money in church. Okay, all right. So there's not much more to explain. By the way, he promoted his church. It is the New Birth Church in the Metro Atlanta, Georgia area. Go ahead and take a bow, Metro Atlanta. Atlanta again. I've already warned you about Atlanta. Atlanta is a on a it's on a place of its own. It's not there's no comparison. There's no comparable. They are uh basically, I don't know. You can name it what it was. Sodom and Gomorrah, they the end times over there. It's it's not like any other. And it's not like it used to be. What Atlanta is today, 40 years ago it was not. Trust me, it was not. But that straggle and sniggle theater for you. And Deacon Clapcheeks he threw under the bus. Deacon Clapcheeks, he was like, I want Deacon Clapcheeks to run around my church in New Birth and find dudes that smell like weed, but all the big booty women out there. Anyway. Man, shout out to uh, the Reverend there. Reverend Bootlicker, Reverend Porkchop, Pastor Porkchop and Deacon Clapcheeks out here. All right, second one, second story. A woman who married a ghost says that the ghost ruined their honeymoon. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yes, I wish I was making the story up. But there is a woman. Uh, she looks like Morticia Adams. Let's go ahead and see if we can pull up Morticia. Let's see here. There she is. There she is right there. A woman who, listen, I'm trying to tell you guys, man, the asteroid probably needs to be sent, but do whatever you guys need to do. Um, it's getting difficult to have sober conversations with each other because everybody, everybody, everybody's out here on some ish. 38-year-old woman who claims that she married a ghost of a Victorian soldier complains that this ghost ruined their Welsh honeymoon by drinking too much and trying to get frisky on the beach. Mm. Yeah, man, Salem Witch Trials, you're starting to get a new perspective as to, hey, maybe, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I see what they were doing. And, of course, she had more to say. The ghost ruined their honeymoon for making her pay for everything and throwing ice cream at her. Listen, hey, it is what it is, you know what I mean? And, uh, consequently, this is not an American woman, but it might as well be. The ghost... The ghost had didn't have money. Ghost. I got money. This gives new meaning for sugar mama. All right. So the ghost throwing ice cream and not, and making her pay for everything. This is a this is this is the state of uh, the the women here. You know, you let them 
you know, that's why I always say, man, women should be, people say, well, what are we supposed to do? You're supposed to be under the guidance and leadership of a man at all times. That's what you should be. Or else this is what will happen to you post 30. You need to, you need to have the guidance and leadership. Let's get down to the breakdown. Uh, it says right here, a woman who married a ghost had slammed her husband for ruining their honeymoon on Barry Island in Wales together. Singer Brocardi, Brocardi, that's the name of her name, Brocardi. I can't pronounce it. Uh, it says right here, uh, the it says right here, the singer Brocardi, age 38, accused her non-corporal beau of never picking up the tab because he obviously doesn't have a bank card and trying to get frisky with her on the beach. Wait, she didn't consummate the, the, the wedding, the marriage? She didn't consummate the marriage? You supposed to let the ghost hit? At least the ghost in the ghost movie, Patrick Swayze, was smashing. At least Tupac's ghost get the smash Jada Pinkett. Come on, man. She said right here, the performer from Oxfordshire, who insists she's in love with the ghost of a, a Victorian soldier named <laughs> Eduardo. Also accuses him of drinking too much alcohol. She told the Daily Star, Eduardo. Oh, they they let out the D last time. Eduardo thought he was being passionate and romantic, wrestling me to the ground to frolic in the sand. But I was trying to share my ice cream with him, and it went everywhere, all over my face. Skeet, skeet, and in my hair, skeet. And then, of course, the sand stuck to it. So I looked like I had a fight with a giant seagull. Uh, <laughs> you can't make this up. Oh man, look, you know, we, we just got sick people out here. We got six people. The ghost is going, the ghost is going to jail for grape. All right. Some of y'all will still smash this right here. Y'all still smash this. Y'all be like my porcelain princess, my milk of magnesia. Y'all still will hit. And then she be in there tearing your ass up afterwards. What did it say right here? Bricardi admitted that the honeymoon should have been amazing, but insists it was ruined by her unpredictable lover who hit the mini bar hard. <clears throat> Liquor bottles are always mysteriously left empty, she said. Oh, boy, she really not trying to pay. Aside from the gym bottle, they are always left standing. He obviously is not that partial to the spirit, she claimed. The newlywed also revealed that Eduardo suggested ordering 13, sorry, 12 bottles of the best champagne to her room. He ordered all of this crystal. He ordered all of this ace of spade. He ordered all of it. I didn't order it when they made it to the hotel, knowing full well that the bill would fall on her. Oh, he didn't pay up. Last week, she shared a video of the parish changing their vows on Instagram. The lady can be heard saying, I do in the clip and answers. He does for the groom during the touching ceremony who married them. While it is not quite clear what El Eduardo was uh, chose to wear for his big day, the woman, Brocardi, opted for a gothic black dress, a veil, with the venue adorned with a series of romantic candles. Shout out to her. I'm sure she has an OnlyFans. We ain't going into all of this Wednesday Adams bullshit. There she is right there, y'all. There's your queen. Okay. He ain't got no money. He don't got no money. I got money. But, uh, yeah, she married the ghost, and there she is right there. Yeah, she... She crazier than catnip. She gone. Oh, there she is there. 
Oh, she there's dressed as uh Wednesday Adams in there. There's Uncle Fester. Oh shit. Is this the ghost? Is that the husband? He looks happy. She basically said, Wait, I'm not happy. <laughs> Guys, you can't even keep him happy in a mythical marriage. Travesty. Travesty. Anyway, I'm sure they're headed to divorce. Let me see when if she's gonna divorce him. Yeah, she's probably gonna divorce him. So normally this is kind of what you're dealing with. <sighs> Sigh. Let me get to some contributions and then get it back going here. We got Neil Stewart. Glad I can super chat on this channel. Love you, CGA. KT the King, I got you already. JC says, so glad we got Britney back for the Merchant of Death. What is the polls doing? We got 84% that said no. Uh, I'm wondering who the people are. Who the people are. We'll get to that. Who support that trade? Soldier for God, he says, this is like the Raiders trade. Give the give, give us the buzzer. We ain't made any good trades ever. I don't think. All right, we're good in free agency, not the draft or trading. KT King, many overlooked the fact that she committed a crime that is covered in a positive law, uh, that is covered in positive law in another country. Being a U.S. citizen and an athlete gives no immunity. Uh, guys, I, KT, uh, you're preaching to the choir, but there's still some people that are saying, it was a frivolous lockup. And I'm going to say this. She got locked up on the, it was a political prisoner, in my opinion. Like, like if I did it, I might not, I might not have got nine years. All right. I might not have got nine years. I don't know. You know what I mean? Eastern Europe is on my ass right now after the last live stream. Okay. I, there's, there's, I'm going to have to mark places on the map where I cannot go. I can't go to Tupelo. I can't go to Columbus. I done dissed a whole bunch of people here on this platform. Definitely cannot go to Eastern Europe. So I might be definitely going to the gulag if I showed up with one vape cartridge. Okay. So, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to say they they laid it on her thick because who she was and the attention in the preceding war. <laughs> I can't go to Connecticut. But I'm saying you can't go over to another country and act a fool. That's just the that's the bottom line. I mean, do not break a law when you go to another country. Don't break any laws. I don't care, man. Don't don't get into a fight. Don't get into a tussle. I saw somebody go over there to uh, London and they was trying to fight in the street, slap boxing in the street. I'm like, dude, you can't fight in another country. They gonna tear your ass up. Cesar Ramirez, Russell Wilson to the Broncos is no longer the worst trade of the year. Oh yeah. Raw Rule says this trade was worse than the Bears trading one spot up for Mitch Trubisky passing up Mahomes. Yeah, this is the worst trade. Yeah, ASAP Rocky, another person. Yeah, shout out to Real Fit Styles. Coach, would you be open to bringing women with uh, an opposing view on the show? On a new channel, I would. On a new channel, I would. I would probably do it for shits and giggles. Um, I do have women that want to be on my show. I don't. I just don't do collabs. If I, if I go studio, I would do it. But I ain't trying to do no popping the woman on the screen or none of that. Nah. If I would do it, it would just be for shits and giggles. And obviously, I would do it for capitalism. But my channels get torpedoed so many times that it's pointless to even try to grow my channels in that way. I believe. Anyway, rational rationality. Shout out to the coach gang. Just got morning peace leave from a flight nurse that I met last night and came by for some rational rationality. CGA for life. Damn, we got a lot. The dictator says Sierra's husband's trade is still the worst this season, but this 
trade is top three. Russell Wilson in the house. Mr. DG kind of makes sense that our government would trade for an arms dealer. They love giving weapons to other countries, but fear the Second Amendment for you American citizens out there. Unfortunately, that's true. Straggle, Sniggle in Straggle Theater says, when I was 10, I naturally chose my dad to live with, which forced my mom to go back with my dad. Wow. It's not until I was older uh, that you realize maybe you can get away with BS if with the mother. Yes, you would have. Indeed. Yeah, man. A lot of kids make that tough choice. Uh, Lawar Moore, the pastor of the new birth, might bait and switch those dudes. Yes, he will. And, you know, you got to watch out for church leaders. They're notorious. They're notorious for setting you up and taking your women. Church people are pissed off at me. And I'm talking about cult leader church types. You know, they're always going to take your women and your daughters. That's when you know it, it might be time to skedaddle. Oh, we got a couple more on PayPal. Then we're going to get into the story here. Uh, we got... Uh, Jay Russell, Mr. Jay Russell says, Brittany Griner got out of jail, coach. It's true what you say, but you always say somebody will always bail them out. Always, always. Even Brittany Griner, who you can't even tell. Anyway, I guarantee you they'll blame black men for not helping her get back here sooner. Damn shame. Are they going to blame brothers? If you don't support Brittany Griner being back and you're saying, well, she shouldn't have broke the law. It was a bad trade. Oh, you were Uncle Tom cooning ass sellout. You were cooning ass sellout. I don't get it. All right, you like you letting her back? J. Cool here, go Raider Nation in the win tonight. Are you going to the game since it's in L.A.? I don't know. He says also great conversation last night about how all men pay, whether it's money, energy, attention, or time. Although with married men, it could be all four at once, and it is all four. He says, and then she ends up saying that she ate a chili dog for lunch. And she feels bloated or yes. Or wait a minute. Where's my sound bite? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Yeah. The leveraging of the, the leveraging of sex in marriage, which is an oxymoron in my opinion, in my opinion, two more sizzle says I'm at my job today. Brittany grinder is released from the gulag. Meanwhile, the lemming strag niches are celebrating by robbing Walmart, saying that there's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> Man. Yes. Why aren't they going to jail? And we got one more. Let me see if I can say your name. I uh, will call you Mr. Williams. He says, I know that ghost coach. I lent him some money and never got it back. Let that be a lesson to the coach gang, a.k.a. the Jermaine gang. Never trust ghosts in the community. It is. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It is always Jermaine's fault. Let's get to this next story here. This one should be interesting. Does body count decrease the chances of a successful marriage? And that should be a question mark at the end. Oh, yeah, I can edit that. Does having a high body count decrease the chances of a successful marriage? We're going to use two sources here. We're going to go to Instagram.com backslash J cubed official. And we're going to start with the young people and we're going to start with body count. This is obviously a conversation everybody loves to have because not a lot of men have high body counts compared to women at the same age. We use the statistics. We don't want to hear any lies. All right. So here's a young man and a young woman. It is a young brother and a young vanilla wafer, mm. a young 
porcelain princess, a young master splinter. All right, he got him a young milk of magnesia. All right, shout out to her. Let's see what uh, they have to say here. Do you guys see this on your screen? All right, yes, you do. Uh, there it is right there. Let's pop it up. Uh, guys know each other's body count. No. What do you think hers is? Right? Yeah. <laughs> she was quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, eight sounds about white. Eight sounds about good. By the way, she does look familiar. She does look familiar. Let's see if I have a picture of her when she was at my house. Oh, that's yet. Yeah, that is definitely her. That is definitely her. Yes, I, I, I did know her looking more like that. She did spend the weekend here on a junior college romp. That is definitely her. Okay. Sounds about white. She says eight and she concurs. Let's continue. What do you think is this? In the 20s. Not close, no. 40s? Uh, 50s? Probably pushing it. How many bodies is too many? For a female over like five. <laughs> City boy! City boy! Do you guys know each other's body? Okay, so interesting that that he's a guy. Obviously, any man with dread knocks and his hat on backwards obviously has a high body count. I mean, there's, there's no way to even dispute that. Uh, any guy with dread knocks... And his head on backwards got a high body count. Now, he's going to say they're roughly the same age, early 20s, and he would be a Tyrone. All right. He's a Tyrone because he didn't hit skins. So he hit up. He hit plenty of skins and he's suggesting that he's in the 50s. Now, we know guys embellish and add a few, but I wouldn't put it past him. He probably had 50, uh, 50 women. They, they probably were not attractive, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Okay. Not all of them were attractive. I would say most men, and I don't want to hear, not me, coach, most men's out of all of your body count, only a small portion, maybe up to 20%, are considered attractive on a standard beauty scale. 20%. At best. And I hear what you're saying. You'd be like, not me, coach. Not me. But hear me out. But hear me out. <laughs> If you look at the bell-shaped curve and you apply it to that, there's only so many attractive women on planet Earth. There's only, there's only so many attractive women. That's number one. Number two, attractive women are harder to get than regular, average, and stock factory average and lower quality, lower hanging fruit women. There's, they're harder to get and they're not that much in availability. Now, number three... Number three, and this is a big one, when you live in a podunk town, when you live in a podunk city like most people do, you cannot say you're banging attractive women. You're banging attractive women for your podunk town. <laughs> you're, banging a podunk, you're banging an attractive woman in your podunk town. So Kansas City, Missouri, check in. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, check in. Tupelo, Mississippi, check in. Columbus, Ohio, check in. All right. Uh, Baltimore, Maryland, check in. Memphis, Tennessee, check in. Okay, check in. So if you're from in these podunk cities and podunk towns, and you're telling me you're banging the best and the brightest that is in your city, and you're all, you're, all of your 50 are top quality women, well, you have to take into consideration that those women are average in any major metropolis. <laughs> you what you're doing is you're hogging 
All right, that's what you're doing. You have a, you have a big fish in a small pound mentality. What you're doing is you're going on Tinder and you're going hogging. That's what you're doing. <laughs> check in. Philadelphia, check in. Rochester, New York, check in. All right. Yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina, check in. You're hogging out there. T stop with the bullshit. I'm getting the hottest chicks where you live. Charlotte. Mm. Reno, Nevada, check in. <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee, check in. Double check in. I got a suite for you up in here, Memphis. Check in. All right. You've been like, Memphis? Hell yeah, Memphis. Check in. As soon as you say Memphis, I'm just going to go pig suey. Mm. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Talk about, oh, I'll be banging the hot chicks in Memphis. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Anywhere in Michigan, check in. All right, stop. Anyway, let's get in here. He says Memphis. No, okay, Memphis. Somebody's standing up for Memphis. All right. You want to, I'm going to prove you wrong. Do not make me go over on my stream. You Okay, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. He's challenging me. Do you, are you challenging me on Memphis? Are you challenging me on Memphis? Do you want to do this, brother? Do you want to do this live? I I, I don't want, I want to get to the Brittany Griner. Do, do you want to do this? Where are you? Where are you at? Because I'll pull up one picture and, and tear, oh, he said, let's go. All right, all right, hold up. Where's my, Boom. All right. Hold on for a second. I'm going to put up one picture. I'm going to put up one picture and I'm going to bury Memphis, Tennessee, and I no longer can go to Memphis now. I no longer can go to Memphis, but I'm doing it. Young Dolph, peace to Young Dolph. But we going to do this right now. All right. He he doesn't challenge me, y'all. And listen, I love <laughs> challenge accepted. Hold on for a second. I'm going to do it right now. Let me see something. Let me see something. I'm going to see if I can pull this up. Damn it. Somebody might have to help me. Somebody might. <laughs> say, now, why is this sensitive? We just doing entertainment. This isn't sensitive. This is entertainment. I see an easy win and I'm going in. I'm going in. What do you mean sensitive? I, I, I'm like, this is an easy W. I'm like, well, I'm taking the easy. <laughs> I'm taking an easy W. Let me see right here. You know what picture I'm pulling up? You know what picture I'm pulling up? I got to find it. Where that picture at? Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, here we go. All right. So this this is Memphis right here. This is a layup. <laughs> this is, I, can't, I cannot not turn that down, brother. Hold on for a second. It's barbecue in there. That has nothing to do with sensitive. If I see an easy layup, I'm going in. All right, here we go, y'all. Let me let me start the circus. My man stood up for Memphis, so go ahead and stand up. This right here, this right here, this right here is what this man is going to tell me. Are attractive women in Memphis? It's barbecue in there. This is the best of the best. Matter of fact, these women are so good that one dude, one rapper, one popular rapper can impregnate all these women. 
are we standing it our Memphis? It's barbecue in there. Memphis. Are we standing up for where we at, Memphis? Memphis, where y'all at? <laughs> Memphis, Memphis, this is the top tier offerings in Memphis, Tennessee. Hold on for a second. All right, let me go through one by one. All right, uh, that's going to be, hold on for a second. Let me get my sound effect. Nope. 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 Eh, maybe. Nope. That's a yes. That's a nope. That's a nope. That's a nope. 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 There might be two. <laughs> there's two. There's two lookers in here. Maybe three. Oh, this one's not too bad, too. Uh, she I. She I. I mean, these wigs I can't handle. But this right here, this is Chicago. This is Arkansas. This is Little Rock. This is Milwaukee. This is Columbus. This is Minneapolis. Not so bad, not that bad in Minneapolis, but it's close. This is Atlanta. <laughs> this is, this is, name a city. This is Tupelo. This is Jackson. This is Baton Rouge. This is Indianapolis. This is definitely Naptown. <clears throat> Chicago, Chicago is just too big, so I'm not throwing Chicago under the bus. All right, this is Baltimore. This is the DMV. This is Jacksonville. This is Louisville. This is definitely Lu this is St. Louis. This is Kansas City. This is Birmingham. <laughs> this is Birmingham. Come on. This is not Chicago. I I'm going to not throw Chicago under that bus, but there's probably portions of Chicago where you can find this. This is Monroe. This is Shreveport. <laughs> this is, come on, man. Hey, so... Who won this argument? Now, did, did my man, did my man, did I do you well? He already gone. Where you at? Where you at, dude? Where you at? That's Oakland. That's Richmond. That's Oakland and Richmond. Definitely. Yo, that's Charlotte. Where my man? Okay, take Jay. Shout out to you, brother. All right. He gave me a laugh. All right. Hey, I, 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 I'm glad you stood up. I'm glad you stood up. For your city. He repping this city, y'all. Give Tay J a welcoming hand for repping this city. I, 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 you just gave me a layup. I couldn't turn it down. All right, let's get back to this high body count situation where this young lady, uh, do you agree? Uh, this guy said he had 50 bodies. They're together as a couple. She said she had eight bodies, which we know she has more than that. I believe he has less. She has more. And she gets offended that, um, he says women should have lower body counts below five, but he's, yet he's dating her. What's up with this? Let's go ahead and play it again. Look at the, so she, she's, she's offended that she's been in these streets. In these streets. She's offended because he's like, she, he's essentially calling his girlfriend a hoe. And uh, yeah, and she's just getting started, y'all. If she has eight, she'll have 28 in the next five years. And we know this. 
So let's go to this part of the conversation. Uh, let's go ahead and take that down, and we'll go to Adam at Valuetainment, which I appeared on their podcast debating Hafiz. But we'll go to Adam at Valuetainment, and he has a brother on there that is going to explain the chances, the odds of a successful marriage in which the person has a significant body count, the odds decrease. I don't have the data on this one, but we'll use this as as some sort of data and we can say if it's true or not let's listen to let's listen to what adam is saying here here we go and he's saying there's a guy on here i don't know who the guy is ricky red pill all right let's go ahead if you're a virgin as a woman there's an 80 percent chance that you will stay married yeah you said least. that if you've only had sex with one partner there's a 69 percent chance you'll get married three partners that you'll no sound y'all ain't got no sound Oh, sound is good. Okay, I was like, "What?" Maybe it was on the previous video. All right. Anyway, stay in 30, your marriage. Yeah. Stay in your marriage. Three partners, thirty-nine percent. Six to ten partners, only twenty-nine percent. Sixteen to twenty or more partners, eighteen yeah. percent. So, how are you getting these numbers? You're saying the higher a woman's body count, the less likely is she is to stay married. Yeah, she doesn't value. She has no. <laughs> and this is, you know, most of the things that we discover are common sense. Like I say, past, present, and future. Um, they're How did common. you get the numbers? The Teachman study. You can look it up. It's it's on. You Google it. Teachman so explain study. the numbers. Yeah. Explain. Okay. Why. So the basically the more a woman gives herself up, the more she the more she devalues herself. There's multiple factors. There's multiple. Speaking in a computer programming sense, there's many. Uh, there's there's multiple variables, right? Okay, to what she's doing. You said that if, if you're a virgin as a woman. There's an 80% chance that you will stay married. I'm on another yeah. tag. You said that if you've only had sex with one partner, there's a 69% chance you'll get married. Three partners. That you'll stay in 30, your marriage. Yeah. Stay in your marriage. Three partners, 30. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so I'm looking up the, he quoted the Teach Men study. Um, he's, he quoted the 15, he quoted the Teach Men study, in which I'm pulling it up and I didn't have a chance to look it up. And um, let me see here says nearly 35% of women reporting that their first marriage ended with 34% reporting that there's okay. I'm going to have to dive into this. And if anybody has died, dived into this, you might consider this part. I haven't, I haven't looked at the data. So apologies there. I'm usually more prepared than this. All right. So, but the question is to you guys, the question is to you guys on this particular topic, premarital sex, which was really passe and taboo years ago. Now it's not, and we have the conversation of if are women valuable with high body counts? Does this make women less valuable marriage-wise? Does it make them more risky if they have a lot of premarital sex, which we know this younger generation of women are in comparison to the generation of men? Men, there's a great percentage, 30 to 33% that aren't having any sex, and there's a middle group of 30% of men that are having very few partners, four to seven Average, there's a top 10% or top 30% that are having sex with the majority of women. So they got body counts 50 to 200 easily. It's easy for any guy, especially by the age of 35 or 40, to have 50 bodies, even if he was married, but to have 50 to 200. Okay. Is it make it high risk? Number one. Number two, this is, I want you to think about this. If you found a virgin or a woman proclaiming to be a virgin, does that make it any easier to maintain a marriage with her? 
according to this data, according to this data, they're saying if she's a virgin, you have a higher chance or a few sexual partners, you have a higher chance of maintaining that marriage. Do you believe that? Now, that one, I don't believe in current times. I don't believe, I, I get what they're saying, but in current modern day dating market and marriage, the problem you're going to have, and I have to be honest with you, if you're marrying somebody with very few sexual partners, they're going to get curious in this marketplace. That piece leave going to be itching. That piece leave going to be itching. It helps. It helps. But what they're going to be considered, you got to consider a person that is, has, uh, if it's a woman, let's stay with the woman, the woman that has a very short, low body count. She's one of, she's one of few. If she starts hanging out with women who are promiscuous, they're going to probably encourage her to, to get a little bit more out there. They're going to be like, no, you can't, you can't just be with one sexual partner. You got to experience this. And I always tell you, this was uh, exhibited in the television show Sex in the City, where they had the one prude, sexually prudent woman, and she was paired up with three skeezers and whores, right? And eventually those women pressured her to doom her marriage and go out there in these streets. We already know that, right? In these streets. So they're going to push... They're going to push her to get more obvious. More, uh, they're they're going to get her to get one or two. And many times they'll get her to keep that secret, right? <laughs> so that is going to be the danger. And I'm going to tell you guys, for men, that's going to be a danger, whether you believe it or not. Not for all of them. So in the statistics, are all virgin or all women with low body counts going to get curious and, and follow through on that curiosity? No, not all of them. But it is a danger, and that one is going to be painful. That one's going to be painful for you because you thought that that's what you were getting, and you were ensured that that was going to be your only. You only got you got you got a low, you got a virgin or a woman with not as much experience. But as she gets older, in her thirties, in her forties, she's going to want to pop off another dude. She's gonna she's gonna not only that her friends are going to encourage her to do it. You got to be careful with that one. Somebody says it's just human beings nasty. Wait, it's just human beings nasty with their appendages. All right. Hey, uh, Michelle. K. Michelle's in here. Why do you think that's nasty? How do you think it's nasty? Um, I know we call it the nasty. We can do the nasty without no interrupts. I mean, you can keep it clean. But, yeah, man, I think people are slanging Johnson and Cat all over the place. I believe, and I believe, yes, and I also believe, and I can believe these two things at the same time. If a woman has way that many sexual partners, it is impossible for her to maintain a long-term marriage. Why do y'all time out, Michelle? Why y'all time her out? Don't time her out. She was not being mean. She wasn't being mean. Don't time her out. She was actually just saying something. Yeah, she didn't say anything. I was just asking her a question. In my opinion, as I told you, virgins, some of them, a small percentage of them will get curious. So don't think that that's an end-all, be-all. There will be some that will maintain. If you're in a, a church in a small town, maybe. But if she has more, a higher body count than necessary, especially at a young age, to me, 
It is impossible for her to be in a long-term marriage. It's impossible. There's no way she can accomplish that. The reason why is the Bible told you so. <laughs> All right. And I'm not going to lean on Sky Daddy, but just take the Bible by itself. Is that if she does marry you, you she married you not because you're the best sexual partner, is you're the best provider. That is going to be alpha C beta need, right? That's number one. Number two, if she's using sex and leveraging you, she's going to use sex and leverage you in your marriage because it's you, right? Because it's you. And that's you. When the other guys didn't have to work for that. Other guys didn't have to make that commitment. Number three, because of that, if she's sexually dissatisfied, and yes, all women will become sexually dissatisfied, especially women with higher sexual experience. With that being said, she knows the difference between good pipe and bad pipe. She knows the difference between good pipe and bad pipe. And that's a dangerous mix for a woman in a committed relationship. Not so much for a man because we're naturally going to be polygamous. We're naturally polygamous and women are naturally hypergamous. They're not naturally monogamous. So hypergamy is going to make them because they are always looking for the best deal. If she marries a guy for provider mode, but he's not good sexually, she will ruin that provider mode marriage to get some good Johnson because she knows the difference. She's like, eh, I'd rather get my back blown out than to deal with this sucker. And she will torpedo that marriage. <laughs> okay. That's my opinion on it. And that the Bible even talks about that. You have science that is backing that up. Apparently he's using the, what is he using? I've never heard of this, but we're going to, I'm going to dive deep into this. He's using the, um, the Teachman research, the Teachman study to do this. But that's why I believe that, that uh, once a woman's had, you know, you, you can, I don't want to give a specific number because it's specific to an age. If she's in her twenties with 10 men, she ain't marriageable material. You can have a short-term marriage with her, but it's going to, she's going to torpedo it. And I don't want to hear women say, how did, how do you say she's going to torpedo it? 80% of women file for divorces, 90% of educated women, degreed women file for divorces. She's going to torpedo it. You're taking a calculated risk. Now, in the first year or two of your marriage, you're going to have fun. But knowing she, by the way, Sex Over Life, the movie, again, I hate using movies as a reference, but the movie Sex Over Life shows this. She had a guy who, um, this was on Netflix. She had a guy that was great performer in bed, made her wet, and they were adventurous in their sex. Then she had the guy that was just barely, could give her the five-stroke special, but he provided a house, kids, and the stability. What happened? She ran back for the guy who was great in bed. She ran back to her ex-boyfriend who was a philanderer that cheated on her, but he was good in the bed. She ran back to him. Now, she also ran back to him and the normie women in our society supported it. So you might say, yeah, it was just a movie, but then when you look at the comment sections, they were like, I'm rooting for her. She did the right thing. Follow your heart. No, she was following the itchy peace lead. That's what she was following. She was following her lust, not her heart, because she's going to get her heart broken on and stomped on because he's definitely going to cheat on her again. We know this. We know this. So this is my opinion on it. If you guys are wanting to get married, never marry a scab peeling skeezer. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> do not do it. You, you, you're going to be insured to get a divorce. 
it's almost a guarantee. It's a slam dunk. It's a guarantee, like my brother who challenged me on the Memphis Tennessee thing. I mean, this is an easy one. I'm like, I'm I'm shooting, I'm shooting 85% from the field. Let me get to the next story. This is going to be the main event. Where is the main event? Did Brittany Griner's release from a Russian prison constitute the worst trade in the history of the United States? There hasn't been a worse trade. Not even, no, the slave trade was probably the worst. Well, it was the best for America, but it was the worst for the people who were being traded. But uh, this will go down in history as something that really doesn't make sense to me. Let's go ahead and go to the details. Brittany Griner, if you don't know, WNBA All-Star. I believe she stands six foot nine. You guys might not know that. Six foot nine. Went to Baylor. I think she got one national championship. And uh, she's been involved, just released from the gulag over there in Russia. Very harsh conditions as of recent that pushed them to actually push for this release. And she's released from a Russian detention center. She's in the AEU right now with American, uh, in custody of American people. Uh, you would call them diplomats. And uh, she's going to come over here and basically be, you know, uh, transformed into new, 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 new world order. an agent. All right. She now works for the U.S. government. <laughs> That's who she works for. So if you ever see Brittany Griner in public, don't say nothing. You don't want the government to know. She now is an agent. It says right here, WNBA star Brittany Griner has been released from a Russian detention center by your boy. Damn, Joe Biden. I've done some dumb things. Now do dumb things again. All right. Uh, a source familiar with the matter tells CNN that the swap involves convicted Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. The swap did not include another American, which we'll touch on, that the State Department has declared wrongfully detained, and his name is Paul Whelan. According to Joe Biden, she is safe. She on a plane, and she is on her way home. And her wife, her wife, Sherelle, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, love. All right. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia. Mm. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Wait a minute. Who are you? She was not unjustly detained. <laughs> she literally violated a standing law. Sure, you can say it was petty, and that would be an opinion. But the standing law in Russia at that time was that you could not do what she did. She pled guilty. She she pled guilty and was convicted and was sentenced and was serving penalty. That's not unjust. That's not unjust. That literally was she broke the law. So let's get back to some common sense here. All right. Unjustly. Where are we at here? Now, if she was in Seattle, Washington, it would be unjustly because she was not breaking any law. All right. But she broke law. Let's not be weird with the language here. She was, she says, uh, the wife, Sherelle, after months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable conditions, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of loved ones. To wrap you in my warm embrace. Okay. And she should have been there all along. That's false. All right. Biden acknowledged that Griner's release was occurring while Whelan, we'll get to him in a minute, remained in prison, saying that the Whelan family has have to have such mixed emotions today. No, I think they pissed. I think they pissed the hell off. All right. 
And it says right here, this is not a choice of which American to bring home. This is according to Biden. Sadly, for totally illegitimate reasons, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Britney's. And while we have not yet succeeded in securing Paul's release, we are not giving up. We are not giving up. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me do one more quote right here. It says, this is the day we've worked toward for a long time, less than a year. Paul's been there for four years. Brittany's been there for a year. We've never stopped pushing for her release, which is fine. All right. We know, I, and I, the, I agree she's a political prisoner, more, more or less. I mean, if it happened to some per other person from another country during that time, would they have kept Brittany? I mean, would they have kept that person? I believe not. However, it was Brittany Griner in America as America was surging upon or considering um, surge, I'm sorry, as Russia was considering surging upon uh, the Ukraine because they were not comfortable with and gave out significant warnings to NATO that they were going to start encroaching and they felt that they were getting pressure from NATO. So this was all happening at the same time. That's thus why I say potentially she was a political prisoner. You can discuss that if you want. Okay. You don't have to agree with that, but let's get to down to this nitty gritty. Who did we trade a WNBA basketball star for? Who do we train? Who do we trade the reading rainbow for? This is where you can get into a conversation of this shit is egregious. This is a terrible trade. This is a terrible trade. All right. Brittany Griner comes back in exchange for Victor Bout, who's a Russian. This, this is what they call him. A Russian arms dealer known as the Merchant of Death. Hold up. This is the trade. Now, listen, if they would have just got around and was like, take her back. Fine. Take her back. We don't want her. She she costing us too much. She eating too much. She drinking too much vodka and smoking too much cigarettes. All right. We can't we can't do it. She's six foot nine. You know, get rid of this man child. All right. But but we traded her for the merchant of death. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, to me, he said a Russian Tony Stark. Here he is right here. To me, this would be the same as if they said, if he was alive, let's trade Brittany Griner for Osama bin Laden. <laughs> hey, Osama bin Laden. Hey, you know what? This guy, Osama, like Osama bin Laden before, let me go full screen, Osama bin Laden before 9-11. Osama before 9-11. It was like, you know what? And like, we didn't know, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this guy, all right, he threatens us. Who cares? You know what I mean? Send them back to the caves of Afghanistan. Like, we wouldn't have cared. And then all of a sudden, 9-11 happens. It was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. He traded her for him? What the hell? Brittany Griner? Oh, my God. To me, you can make that trade. You can make that comparison. This is essentially what you do. The guy, the guy, Victor Bout, is known as the merchant of death. Let me give you an explanation right here of who he is. Bout, a former Soviet military officer, was serving 25 years in prison in the United States on charges of conspiring, conspiring to delete Americans and export anti-aircraft missiles and providing uh, materials support to terrorist organizations, Bout has maintained his innocence. The Kremlin has long called for his release, slamming 
his sentencing in 2012 as baseless and biased. All right, so that's who we traded him for right here. It says right here, um, at the center of their bid was Bout, a man who had eluded international arrest warrants and assets freezes, fr asset freezes for years. So this guy was known. It wasn't like he was not known before they captured him. They knew him. The Russian businessman who speaks six languages was arrested in a sting operation in 2008 led by the U.S. DEA or Drug Enforcement Agents in Thailand, posing as the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, Lord, known by the acronyms FARC. He was eventually extradited to the U.S. in 2010, and after a protracted court hearing, he was convicted. Victor Bout has been an international arms trafficking enemy number one for many years. Says right here, arming some of the most violent conflicts around the globe, says Preet Bahara, the U.S. attorney in Manhattan, when Bout was sentenced in New York in 2012. He was finally brought to justice in an American court for agreeing to provide a staggering number of military grade weapons to an avowed terrorist organization committing to committed to killing Americans. This is this is what they said about him prior to the trade of Brittany Griner. This is what they said to throw him in the slammer. Okay. The trial honed in on Bout's role in supplying weapons to Farce, a guerrilla group that waged an insurgency in Colombia until 2016. The U.S. said the weapons were intended to kill U.S. citizens. It says right here, this is the guy right here. This is him. Damn, Vladimir. Or Victor. Or Boris. Igor, this dude looked like he eats cigarettes. He don't even smoke them. This dude looked like he eat the cigarettes. He just opened a pack and be like, let me get a pack. You got a pack? He just, he just eat the cigarettes. He's like, this is, this, this nicotine is very good. <laughs> All right. Do you have a chaser and a vodka in the morning? He just eat a pack in the morning. He just be like, <laughs> All right, but Bout's history in the arms trade extended much further afield. He says he has been accused of assembling a fleet of cargo planes to traffic. Look, this is who we, so the Popinski, hey, look, this is who we traded Brittany Griner for. He's got more. He was accused of assembling a fleet of cargo planes to traffic military-grade weapons to conflict zones around the world since 1990 fueling bloody conflicts from Liberia to Sierra Leone and Afghanistan. <laughs> Alleged allegations of trafficking activities in Liberia prompted U.S. authorities to freeze his American assets in 2004 and block any U.S. transactions. Bout has repeatedly maintained that he operated a legitimate business and acted as a mere logistics provider. He is believed to be in his 50s with his age in dispute because of different passports and documents. This dude is a mystery. His early days are mystery. Bruh, this the... <laughs> All right, pro-blacks. Are y'all still good with letting Britney Griner out for this dude? The warlord. This dude's a warlord. We let out a, no we let out a known warlord who has been known at least to be a warlord since 2008, at least been identified as a warlord. This is the worst trade in history. 
trade trade uh, wait you can change your vote <laughs> this is like this is like you let out james bond like what man this is crazy bro well james bond was an agent let's talk about the guy who didn't get let out somebody says i want to change my vote yeah that sounds like the 2020 election all right so let's go talk about the guy who didn't get let out which is going to also be cause of conversation here in this debate because the trade is one part now you had another guy who was over there just as long. I'm, I'm sorry. He was over there four times as long as Brittany Griner. Okay, let's go ahead here. Now, the pro-blacks are going to make this a race issue, which I think is stupid. All right, you, you, it's Brittany Griner. Come on, man. That's y'all black queen? Hold on for a second. This y'all black <laughs> This who, this who pro-black, she damn near, she lighter skin than um, Talcum X. She lighter skin than Colin Kaepernick. And I don't care. This is who the pro-blacks are going to defend. Right here, bro. This is who y'all defending. Y'all brother than them. Y'all nephew. <laughs> this is, I, I tell you, sometimes the pro-blacks, man, y'all make y'all argument. Y'all make yourself look sillier. I'm like, this who y'all, this is who y'all leveling y'all blackness at. <laughs> this y'all goat. This y'all queen. The Caribbean queen. This is who y'all going to be like, yes, the justice has been done in the world. Mm. No, nah, man, y'all got to stop. with Y'all got to stop sometimes because y'all make yourselves look silly. And then when that legitimate argument comes up, nobody listens to you because you're the people who cried wolf. Anyway, watch what y'all support. All right. Anyway, Griner's release put spotlight on Paul Whelan, another American in prison in Russia. This is going to be a complicated uh, situation as well, because in my belief, this is based on what I know. Paul Whelan is a spy, according to Russia. Essentially, he's a spy, but they're saying he was a corporate security executive, but he was also ex-military or I mean, military when he was captured. But he's basically has the reverse argument of Victor Bout. Victor Bout said, I wasn't doing nothing. I had a legitimate business. I wasn't doing nothing. All right. Or as we say in the hood, I didn't do nothing. So Victor Bout was like, hey, that stuff was happening. I had a business. Paul Whelan is saying the same thing. Hey, I just had a job over there. And Russia's saying, no, you were a spy. Let's go ahead and continue. Mm. Paul Whelan, a corporate security exec, was arrested at a Moscow hotel in December 2018. President Biden said the administrator, administration is still working on getting him released. And there is Paul Whelan. Yeah, he was like, I ain't over here spying. I'm just over here in Russia doing a job. Like, do y'all believe that? Do y'all believe that? Y'all believe he was just doing his job and they picked him up? What was he doing there? Mm. All right. Oh, y'all can't even see. Hold up. Let me share the screen. That's an L for me. Y'all believe he was just doing a job or he was spying? All right. So he's still here. It says right here, the release of... On Thursday of Brittany Griner, the American basketball star in prison in Russia, also put spotlight on Paul Whelan, another American in prison in the country. And President Biden said that the Amer uh, the administration is doing whatever they can to get a release. Officials say that Miss Griner, I thought she would be Mrs. Griner. Mrs. Griner. She's married to another woman. It's not Ms. Griner. She's married to Sherelle, who changed her last name to Griner, which she didn't previously did, but she did after she got thrown in the clink. 
Uh, it says right here, official said that Ms. Griner has been released after Mr. Biden agreed to swap for Victor Bout, a Russian arms dealer known for as the merchant of death. We already covered that. The Biden administration considers Mr. Whelan tantamount to a political hostage, a view that is also held by Ms. Griner. Why didn't Paul Whelan, why did, my question is, my question is, I, this is the question I got, okay? We know who Victor Bout is. We know who we know who <laughs> Brittany Griner is, and we know who Paul is. Where did it come? I, it, obviously, Russia said we'll do a one for one. America said we want both for Victor Bout. Both, okay. Why did Brittany Griner get priority over Victor Vic, uh, not, uh, over Paul Whelan? That's my question. Where did where was y'all putting this together? And you said, you said. We'll give you your Victor Bout. <laughs> we'll take Brittany Griner. That one is that one befuddles me. I'm confused as to why we said, okay, they were like, pick one. What you want? <laughs> Somebody said for votes. Yeah, for votes. It's clear and simple. You can't leave no LBG. See, look, if they brought Paul Whelan back, the white guy who's allegedly a spy, according to Russia, but he's a corporate security officer, according to him, political prisoner. And they left Brittany Griner over there. The Skittles community and Negroes would not let that. They would never let that die. The Democrat catfish fit fry nuggets are are too. They too hot and crispy right now. They too hot and crispy. He failed on the student loan. And he liked them fit catfish nuggets is too crispy. These catfish nuggets are hard and ready to sell right now. They they fried up. We just fried them. So we going to get these catfish nuggets out right now. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. I don't see the, because the trade is dumb. The trade don't mean black and gay. He said that's a double whammy. Okay, so he says we are, we haven't not forgotten about Paul who has been in just the uh detained in Russia for years, for years in the same condition. He actually got lost. Nobody could communicate with him. We'll keep negotiating in good faith for Paul's release. I guarantee that. I say that to the family. He says, Mr. Whelan, a former Marine who became a corporate security exec, was arrested at a Moscow hotel in 2018 and accused of being a spy. He was convicted in June of 2020 of espionage charges that the U.S. government says were manufactured. Uh, my opinion on this. This is just an opinion, and I hope, you know, new, 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 new world order. You have to be doing some shit to be considered a spy. Okay, that's my opinion on that. Like, people don't get spy charges, and you was just there visiting. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be in the know. And many military people, they got, you got to be, you got to be in the know. With that being said, if you are a country and you have a spy in your, your area, and you capture them, like you want to treat that spy. You don't. You're not going to treat spies very nicely. Like imagine a spy is in your house, or you got the mole in your house, or there's a spy in your neighborhood. Or in America, we capture a spy. You can't. You can't think that they're going to treat them well. So being a spy, espionage is a very, very serious charge. So is being a merchant of death. I mean, that to me would have been a fair trade. I mean, you got one. Both of them are on the same level. But we pick Brittany Griner. Mm. <laughs> That's who we pick. 
cannabis cartridges. That's who we pick. <laughs> we pick somebody, oh, man, it's harsh conditions. I'm sure Paul Whelan is feeling some very harsh conditions. He's a spy or alleged spy, a convicted spy. He is a convicted spy. You know, they they peeling his, they plucking his eyelash hairs right now on a daily basis. They plucking, they wake up in the morning like, what are we going to do to torture the hell out of this dude? This dude probably getting tortured over there. And we pick Brittany Graham. Mm. <laughs> yeah, dude is a spy. In my opinion, there ain't no if ands, or buts about it. But listen, I don't know much about the case. It's pretty serious. If I was in Russia for a couple of weeks, I don't think they're picking me up. They At best, they would be like, this dude like flat-backed at Natashka's. If I was in Russia, if my black ass was in Russia, they would be like, if this dude pick up one more flatback, he's over-consuming. We're going to run out of them. I'd be giving away secrets. <laughs> Not getting them. I'd be in there, Natashka. Or Natashka. Natashka, hi. She'd be rubbing my bald head. I'd be in the gulag. They was like, he was, he was taking up too many damn Natashkas. He had Shaskiana, Natashka. <laughs> this dude had Olga. He was like, this dude, he running, he running through Soviet women like crazy. And telling all the damn secrets. They'd be like, comrade, come get this Negro. This dude, like too many Natashkas. He's over there with Saskia, Saskia, Saskiana, Tatiana, Olga, Svetlana. He hanging out at the damn gymnast meet. He hanging out at the damn, uh, he going through the, what do you call it? When you go through the little bobsled, he at the women's bobsled convention. Ivanka, Nikita, this dude want to paint toenails all day. He running through toenail polish. Mm. Throw his ass in the damn gulag. This dude, <laughs> Anastasia, this dude losing his mind. He got a whole population of babies out here. He done knocked up a whole bunch of women. That's what they throw me in. They wouldn't throw me in for no spying. I'd be giving away secrets. What else you want to know, Saskiana? Oh, Tatiana, it's you. Mm. All right, anyway, back to being serious. You know, this is the best edutainment here on YouTube. Hit the like button if you knew. Um, one more thing about Paul. It says right here, counselors, uh, counselor, 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 officials with the American embassy in Moscow spoke to Mr. Whelan last week. According to the State Department spokesman, Ned Price, Mr. Price said that securing the release of two Americans was something that we have been constantly working on through every available channel. But Brittany Griner, all right, Mr. Price says Whelan was told, uh, has told consular officials with the American Embassy in Moscow that he had been transferred to a prison hospital on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, they torturing the shit out of him. But had been returned on Friday to a penal colony where he was serving his sentence. Yeah, they, they, they torturing him, bro. They tortured him. Why are you in the hospital? Yeah, man. I'm going to say this is a classic L for America. Mm. We're going to have to take that L. <laughs> the commissioner, comrade, I don't think this is a fair trade. Now, not to say that Brittany Griner shouldn't be back home. I think for the time that she was there, I think she served enough 
But uh, I think this also sends a bad message to people that they can go over there in Russia and mess around. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever country you stay in, and shout out to the passport game. When you go over there, don't break any laws. This is plain and simple. Do not break any laws. That's just my advice. Now, that seems, the same goes for Paul Whelan, but to me, Whelan is military. He's, he's connected. He's connected in ways you don't even know about. And so you might say, well, Whelan broke the law. Now, I think that's, that's some shit that you don't know about. You don't even know. That's some James Bond, Central Intelligence Agency, all of that. That's, that's on a level you don't even know about. But with that being said, we traded a bumblegum-ass basketball player for a merchant of death. I'm going to just say that's an L. <laughs> that ain't no W. What do you guys think? You guys have a chance to vote on this one. I'll give you the vote uh, on the Notorious CGA channel. How many people have voted? <laughs> oh, one more thing. I'll, I'll say this. 134 people voted. We have 88% say it was not a fair trade. They voted no. 12% voted yes. And also, on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, almost 2,000 votes. But we don't have 2,000 likes. I've got 2,000 people who voted and 800 likes. Hit the like button, voters. That would be fantastic. 84% of the 2,000 people have said it was not a fair trade. 16% said yes. I can't show the poll. <laughs> I can't show it. But one thing I'm going to say is this. One thing I'm going to say is this. And I'll add this. Brittany Griner, in addition to being who she was, she has previously protested the national anthem during the odd years of the black less I mean black lives matter right so she did the whole fist up I believe she kneeled I believe she was saying some anti-American sentiments sentiments but she also said that her father or somebody in her family was a police officer let me see if I can pull up a picture of that that might change your opinion as well Brittany Griner kneeling i don't know if she kneeled but oh maybe she did kneel let me see if we can get a image of that i don't think she kneeled but i think she was very much saying that she did not want to stand up for the national anthem this was prior i want to get a i want to get a quote they don't have a picture of her kneeling but uh, they do have her let me see here i'm gonna get an opinion national anthem so that's also who we traded for. She kneeled in prison. She kneeled in prison. Okay, so she was one of the people that said she won't be on the floor for the national anthem. If you're a, a very much a pro-American, this is one thing that might sway your opinion right here. National, She says, national anthem has no place in the WNBA. This is of July 2020. This is direct. Let me see if we can get a quote just so you can see it. Brittany Griner, this is July 2020, before she gets picked up. <laughs> Brittany Griner did not take the floor for the national anthem during the Phoenix Mercury's debut game in the WNBA bubble. Don't expect her to do so moving forward. That's a lie. I think she's going to stand up for every national anthem going forward. She, I, I think that's part of the agreement. The Mercury Center and 2019 league MVP runner-up told reporters on a video call Monday that the WNBA should stop playing the anthem this season. Griner says, I'm going to protest regardless. This is her. 
Oh no. <laughs> boy, be careful what you say, boy. They make your ass eat your words. Um, <laughs> I'm going to protest regardless, he said. I'm not going to be out there for the national anthem. If the league continues to want to play it, that's fine. It will be all season long. What happened next year? I will not be out there. I feel like more are going to probably do the same. I can only speak for myself. Wow. Look at that, boy. A sassy-ass woman, too. She's sassy. Y'all's queen. Hey, man, sassy women should be taught a lesson. But here's what she also says, and I should be fair. She's no, she says, this is no disrespect to the military. She also says, I don't mean this in any disrespect to our country. All right, that's fair. My dad was in Vietnam and a law, enforce, law enforcer for 30 years. So she the ops. I wanted to be a cop before basketball. I do have pride in my country. So we did. We should throw that out there. I know people want to just tell one side of the story. And she says, she doesn't believe the anthem does. Res Wait, she believes that the anthem anthem doesn't represent black Americans. OK, all right. I personally don't think it belongs in sports. Black people didn't have rights at that point. People always want to go back way too long. I get it. Griner said of the creation of the Star Spangled Banner. It's hard disrespecting, wait, it's hard disrespecting a song that didn't even represent all Americans when it was first made. People who argue that, I don't understand. Like, I get it, you know what I mean? But, like, we're haven't we moved, like, we've made changes, you know what I mean? Like, there's shit that we do still to this day in a time where it didn't represent a whole bunch of shit. I mean, y'all voted in Jim Crow Joe, and he was a Jim Crowist. I mean, that's, how do we... How do we, <laughs> I always miss this word. How do we reconcile something like that? that? I don't get it. Like, how do we reconcile Jim Crow Joe and he was back. He was a segregationist. He actually was giving his, you know, Ku Klux Klan <laughs> a member a eulogy. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like back then he supported 94 crime bill. Nothing. No. He's, he's a, he was against uh, school busing in Delaware. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, Lord have mercy. But my my suggestion is that she's definitely going to be standing for the national anthem from here on out. And she is now an agent. She's more of an agent or a spy than that damn Paul Whelan right now. That's for sure. She's going to be Manchurian candidate, number one. They might make her run for some political office somewhere. And they'll make, make her be a representative. All right, Manchurian candidate. Right now, they shooting her up with all kind of secret serum, Agent Orange. They right now are putting all the batteries in her back. They was like, all right, here we go. Uh, Go ahead and undress. We're going to insert something up in there. Yep. What is that? Oh, don't worry about it. You'll be under our control. Uh, Drop the front, too. We're going to put something up in there. We're going to put something in your ear. You always going to have ear surveillance. <laughs> you always... We always going to be able to tap in, check in. Soon as they be like, check in, Brittany. Boop, they all her batteries. She starts straightening up. What would you like for me to do? Blah, bark. What would you like? They already tapping in. Tap in. She going to always have something in her ear. Oh, what, what? are you listening to music? Yes. I'm listening to music. Tap in. Yeah, you own now. They own your ass. 
Do not think you can pop off at the lip. I don't think the American, she's going to be talking about the Star Spangled Banner represents all Americans. Mark! When she come back, I bet you she'd be like, dun, 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 dun. Soon as she come back, standing up tall, like she been in military training. Don't think she going to come back and start popping off at the lip. She come up missing. They put her in a motorcade in Dallas. They like, go ahead and get in this car right here. Uh, Do you need, we, we don't need the roof. It's raining outside. We definitely don't need the roof. We're taking the book depository route right down here. We're going to hang a right right there. And then when we turn left, we're going to park that head. Don't act up. We own you. And they're going to show her the gun line. <laughs> they're going to show her the gun line. That right there is the gun line. You step over that. You so much as breathe. You so much as put your lips over that gun line. Kaplawi. Let's get to these super chats, man, because it's time. Yeah, she come up missing. It was like, we don't play around here. You under control. Hey, man, these people don't play. If you ever. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lamar Moore says the pastor of the new bird, Mike Bait and Switch, dude. Shout out to you. Nate Bit Church side hustles ain't new. Catholic monks sustain monasteries by brewing meds or meats or meds, beer and wine, making Jesus juice. Ah. That's actually a good bit of information there. Thank you, Nate Bit. Mr. Albert says, did America just trade Steph Curry for Dwight Howard? Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah, they did. Speaking my mind, says, time for the four horsemen to come. <laughs> he said, sit in the asteroid. ACDC says, that was the ghost of T-Mon's brother. Yeah, rational rationality. Preachers are son husbands for G-A-Y Jesus. Price is wrong. Preachers can't be taken seriously at this point. I, I like I like people who teach, though. Lawar Moore, coach, you have to add the words to the straggle and sniggle theme. Shout out to my favorite African-American out here in the, in the Mighty Coach Gang. Shout out to y'all. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking Mr. about? Mr. DG says, don't forget Sarah. Krevit Krevinecki. I let me look at that. There's a there's another American over there. Somebody said there's you know, news reports are saying there's about 60 Americans worldwide that are um that are missing. Here we go, right here. We have uh it says she's gonna be released, and this is as of October 28th. She'll be released from Russia in 10 days. Did she get out? Anybody know? Because this was October of 2022, and um Oh, she did get out. Speaks directly with Sarah, American detained. Oh, I don't know if she did get out. Is she out? She out. Okay. Damn, she looked like a Svetlana too. All right. She looked like she was over there trying to Svetlana her way up to get some damn secrets. This is her right here. Yep. She got the painted out eyebrow. She looked like an old marionetta doll. Is that called marionetta? That's what they call them in Russia. Yes, I've been practicing. I've been doing my Lee Harvey Oswald. She looks like a little marionette. Um, let's see here. So she's out. Did we trade her for anybody? What was she doing over there? What was she doing? How did she get arrested? Was she doing vape cartridges too? All right, let me see. Oh, she. Um, it says right here. Uh, she's finished up serving time in prison at a penal colony colony in Russia, following a domestic dispute incident. Involving a Russian man in Moscow last year, 
in which she nicked her alleged abuser with a knife out of self-defense. He was not punished, but she was charged with intention to inflict slight bodily harm and threatening to delete someone or do uh, grievous bodily harm. All right. So I don't know. You know, domestic disputes, you can't get the truth. But somebody might have been trying to get after her, and she said, nope. Ninja Snuggle says, Olar Isomai said that it is human nature for men to hit and quit because it is a survival mechanism. Um, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you on that one. But, uh, you know, our world is not going to accept no shit like that. We supposed to sacrifice all that. I don't believe we are. I, be I, I don't believe that we're monogamous at all. You guys know that. Interesting. Henry Resilient, my man. Oh, by the way, great video on. What did you do a video on? You did a video follow-up on if um, JDF's wife gets to inherit his life insurance. Go check out Henry Resilient. That was a good video. My man got released for a $20 vape pen. Yes, indeed. $20 vape pen. He's going to go back to work ASAP, just moving weapons for Russia. Do you think Trump takes that deal? I think Trump would have under pressure released Brittany Griner way earlier, in my opinion. But or he would have got her release. Now he wouldn't have released her. But I don't think he would have traded her for Victor. I don't think he would have done that. I think he would have tried to find another way. By the way, if you guys know, he's already was pretty cordial with Vladimir Putin. He was cordial with him already. So I don't think I think I think what would have happened was this is just a this is this is just the idea. He wouldn't have traded him for Victor. I think he would have probably not. He probably would have tried to get her out before everything went crazy. I don't think he would have gave up anything, though. I think I don't know, man. That would have been a tough one. But he was already cordial with Vladimir or at least had a conversation with him. Joe Biden is an adversary. So because, you know, Joe Biden is new, 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 new world order. And, it, and it's not even close. It's not even a discussion. I mean, as soon as that happened, I don't even want to get into it. But he's definitely, let's put it like this. Trump was bullying. Trump was bullying the members of NATO and telling them to pay their tab. And Biden was glad handing them. <laughs> right? Like Trump was telling, I'll play the clip if you want to see it. Trump was calling the NATO people out. He was saying, y'all ain't paying the bill. We're covering for you. Y'all need to start paying. That's what Trump was doing to people. Now, as soon as Biden get on, got in, they was like, oh, good, good, good. They was at the summit, and then shit started happening. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, Russia started moving the tanks. Ukraine started talking shit, popping off at the lip, and then, then we started sending money over there. That's how, that's how different both of those are. So it's a dip. I think they would have played it different. Yeah, Trump said, Your rent's due, motherfucker. Trump calling out NATO. I mean, this was basically two years difference. Here's the clip, and I might get it pulled because it's BB. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the clip just so you guys don't know. <laughs> so when I say someone's in WO and someone's not, that's basically what I'm basing it on. So this is Trump. Uh, this is at the NATO and the members of NATO, Germany, United Kingdom and so forth and so on, he's laying into them. Oh, actually, I got to pull it down. Hold on for a second. 
And now some people got, listen, if you don't like Trump and you're going to be like, well, he was an asshole for doing that. Go ahead. I don't, I don't care. I really don't care, but I'm telling you who's aligned with who and who would have did what fair use. I'm going to have to delete this out of the stream later, but this is the difference on how people, how both of the presidents handle it. This is a funny clip, by the way. Very, very direct with Secretary Stoltenberg and members of the Alliance in saying that NATO members must finally contribute their fair share and meet their... So France, that's Macron, that's Germany, that's, uh, you know, all of the rest of the, the little underlings in NATO, right? These are all... Uh, th he's laying into them right now, saying, paid up. He said... Your rent's due, motherfucker. Let's continue. He calling them out, too. Financial obligations their fair share, and meet their financial obligations. But 23 of the 28 member nations are still not paying what they should be paying and what they are supposed to be paying for their defense. <laughs> he said, Your rent's due, motherfucker. So if you see Worldwide, you see worldwide why Trump got treated the way he treated, right? Americans, black Americans don't know nothing about this, right? But around the world, Trump was in the way. Like, they had to get him out of the way. So I don't care by hook or by crook. Because once Joe Biden came in, everybody was glad-headed. And I'll show you a video of that. I'll show you a video of that, too, just so you can see the difference in international. I was just discussing this the other day. International, um, what affects us more? The economy, our economy here, or our international diplomacy, right? And I said internationally is affecting us way more. So this is how Trump was treating international foreign policy versus Biden. I'll show you the difference. This is not fair to the people and taxpayers of the United States. And many of these nations owe massive amounts of money from past years and not paying in those past years. Over the last eight years, the United States spent more on defense. There's Canada. He laying into their asses. He laying into them. There's Canada. United States spent more on defense than all other NATO countries combined. Damn. If all NATO members had spent just 2% of their GDP. <laughs> Look at them. Look at them. They like this ninja. What? They start shuffling. Look how he looking. They like, are you really doing this, bro? Like you don't, you calling us out? Here we go. If all NATO members had spent just 2% of their GDP, on defense last year, they laughing. we would have had another $119 billion for our collective defense and for the financing of additional NATO reserve. Look how they looking. They was like, <laughs> look how they looking. So look, people don't realize this. You don't remember this. All y'all thought was Trump bad, orange man bad. They sitting there like, they like, wow. They like, we need to get his ass. Now, let me show you, because we're about at the two hour mark. That's what I thought I could. Let me show you what the how. Let me show you how. And I'm not I'm not taking sides. I'm just telling you what how things are how play how things are playing out today. This is kind of a direct result result. Let me see here. Biden. 
me see here. If I can find that clip really quickly here. I think this is the one right here. All right, so here, check this out. This is one of them. This is one of them. This is this is kind of the clip that I wanted to bring up. Now, this is um, this is Joe Biden meeting Boris Johnson, and I believe other members of NATO, Germany, and Canada and France were there as well. But I can't. I'm. I need time to find the clip. But listen to how when Joe Biden, after Joe Biden was elected, how they looked at him. And let me know if you can't hear it. I don't think it is any exaggeration to say that the relationship between the, the UK and the US is a, the relationship between North America and, and Europe, uh, which really sort of is incarnated in that Atlantic Charter of 1941, which we've renewed uh, today between uh, me and President Biden. It's of massive, massive strategic importance for the, the, the prosperity, the security of the world, uh, for... Somebody said, was he on vacation? There's a clip, and I'm going to see if I can pull it, of when Joe Biden got elected. He's meeting all these people at this location. Let me see if I can pull it up. So they call him a breath of fresh, fresh air. Uh, this is the G7 summit. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I'll play this one. Let me see. This seems like this could be something that I can get from it. Damn, where did it go? I just saw it. Anyway, they patting each other on the back. I had it right here, and then I it was zoomed past me. Um, here this is one. This this is the one at the do something right here. All right, so can you guys hear this? So this the difference right here. This is this is Biden. This is Boris. This is the G seven summit. Oh, that's that beach location right there. Look, they doing photo op. They hanging. They laughing. This big one. The junior college. Look, they smiling, adding this niggling. There's one more clip. Let me see. There's one more other clip. This is the that was the difference. That's how big of a difference of uh, the foreign policy was, and how Trump handled that particular group of people and all that. Let me see. There was a, um, ah, dang it. Anyway, lost it real quick. Lost it real quick. Oh, okay. So this, this could be one right here. I haven't seen it. So here, here's essentially some of the similar people you saw in the previous video with Trump. They all just out here, just hanging out, sniggling. You know, there's Macron right there. He was in the video looking at Trump like, what? There he is right there. That's France's uh, leader. They all happy as a mug now they, because he's out of, Trump's out of the way. Look, they sniggling. <laughs> they good now. They like, okay, this dude right here, we got, we got, we got good old Joe. We buddy, buddy. And then what happened after that? What happened? What proceeded to happen? I mean, look, you can try to add it up, and I'm sure I'm missing some context. Somebody's going nuts right there. But the truth is the truth, all right? I just showed you right there. I just played a couple of clips, and, of course, Joe's one of the Joe's one of them. Joe's one of them. New, new, Trump wasn't. New, new world order. Trump was calling him out. Joe wasn't. And then what happened? As soon as Joe gets in, then all of a sudden this is happening.
There's no conspiracy. Yeah, he said then Putin happened. Then Ukraine happened right right afterwards because Joe's a missing piece. He was the missing piece. He needed America. Since America is paying the bill, it is what it is. Y'all can be mad if y'all want. Y'all can be mad if y'all want, but it is what it is. Shout out to uh, Mr. Albert. Brittany, he says, breaking news. Brittany Griner now agrees to sing the national anthem at all in WNBA games. Now you, now you go and singing the national anthem. Yes, I agree. They're going to give her to every single one of the games. NSA Al Hopsey says CGA, and this is a co-sponsorship. He says, CGA, you spitting hard truth shaped with reality. Many can't handle it. No, they can't handle it because they're just going to just say, oh, you just support it. You just hate you anti. They just call you names. But the truth is the truth. All right. Uh, When you look at the foreign policy, it, it is what it is. We're in the we're in the situation we're in, and it directly those two events that I showed you, you can tie them directly together and go, oh, it makes sense now. I'm not saying what we should or shouldn't be doing, but what I'm saying is you tie those two together, look at this clip versus that clip, boom. Not hard to figure out. <laughs> Trump was like, pay your rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Biden was like, forget your rent. We just gonna send, we gonna send taxpayer money over. Who, who's who's arguing against this? There's no way. I know some things y'all might think I'm off base and I might not be telling the complete story, but if you're arguing that, come on, bro. Shout out to that dude, the dude from the 323. He says church or church of twerking next. You know that's coming. The church of twerking. Indeed, Juan Pereira says in 2022, even a ghost can catch a domestic violation case. Oh, yeah. All right, Joshua Moon says, I'm late, coach. Who got traded? Be traded for Victor Bout, for Brittany Grinder. Brittany Grinder. Worst trade in history. I can see it, man. Life, but, but if y'all putting pro-black stuff on this, I don't, I guess you can because she was Skittles and brought black. So I guess, but I'm not going to say this is a win for the community. That's a fat L. Like, why are y'all bailing out? Again, there was another similar situation where one of the one of the ball brothers, the basketball ball brothers, right? Laurent, La, Mello, Jello, and whatever the other one's name is. One of them went over in China when he played for the UCLA basketball team, and he went over there, and they were stealing chicken. And Trump bailed him out. Was it chicken? He wasn't stealing chicken. That might be racist. It was um, it was Jello. Jello, D'Angelo, or Angelo. They was over there stealing chicken in China, and they, and Trump bailed them out. So, oh, it was Gucci? Oh, hold on for a second. Let me look it up. Y'all, out of y'all mind, bro. Oh, it was sunglasses. Hold on for a second. Jello stealing. <laughs> Come on. It says right here, Jello stole... What did he steal? Says right here. Multiple sources involved. What did he? Oh, he grabbed a paragraph. Okay, what did it says? From that point, the three. Oh, hold on for a second. Says the events were set off by something Fox Sports. Jason Whitlock, shout out to him, reported back in December. Jello getting his credit card declined upon trying to purchase a pair of seven hundred. 
and $30 sunglasses. From that point, the three players huddled outside the store before re-entering, grabbing a pair of sunglasses, and then exiting. The theft that then continued across the Pinjahai Road where the players lifted $15 sunglasses, more sunglasses there, there. These are the $15 variety from a local boutique store. Before walking into H&M and snagging five packs of beaded bracelets retailing for $6. All this took place within a 90-minute window. All right, so there were no chicken involved. But there were definitely, <laughs> there were definitely, why are you in, why are you, why are you spending 70, like in America, you can buy the same sunglasses. I don't get it. And another light skin got freed. So is what the if these people were dark skinned, would they would have got freed, pro blacks? What y'all think? It was bright outside, not in China. Uh all right, shout out to uh Tay said had to drop some for the barbecue fund in the building. There's barbecue in there. All right, Vent uh Vent said we traded Joanna Man for Dr. Eggman. Joanna mm. Man. Venmo time. He got bracelets and a watch, and they went over there, and Trump bailed them out. You know who Trump also got out? ASAP Rocky. What was ASAP Rocky doing in Sweden? I think he got into a fight, or his bodyguard got into a fight. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to, we're going to call you Jeffrey. He says, traded the Merchant of Demise, or Dark Death, for the Mantron of Dank. <laughs> the Mantron of Dank. Looking at that Democratic fish fry, people, Martin Luther Lee. If I, I look, if you celebrate, yeah, we got to look at you, Martin Luther Lee. Like that does not make sense. Y'all gonna come? She's gonna come back here, and this dude's gonna be over there setting up trades of arms with the intent specifically of taking out Americans. Which so, how many people will be victim of that? I don't get. That's not. That's dumb. I think it's dumb. We could have done somebody else. Pause. Okay. Shot. We got like how many on PayPal? We got a couple PayPals and then that'll be it. Shout out to, we're going to call you Reynold. 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 Hey, coach, you hear the story in Houston where an ex boyfriend deleted a woman who wanted to go back to her husband. Wow. So he was, he was freaking her. Stop messing with married women. Yeah, stop messing with married women. So she, she, they probably wanted to work it out. She probably was going to take a fat L and then went back to the husband. Okay, it's a Latina chick she looks like. Looks like a Latina chick. All right, my screen done froze up. <laughs> you made me look that up and now my screen's frozen. All right, now I'm going to have to figure out a different way for PayPal. All right, now my, now my Mac is going to crash. That's damn near impossible. So now I got to pull up my phone. Is that what you did? You got you put a virus on my damn computer. <laughs> All right, let me go to the activity over here. Wait, I got a couple pending. I don't know what that means. Y'all don't pay the bill. Y'all didn't pay the bill, huh? All right, so we have. Yep, computer screen screen still frozen. We're gonna call you. We're gonna call you. Uh, let me see, Air uh, Dimzilla. Says Brittany Griner's bra size allegedly increased two cups due to the lack of testosterone given in Russian prison. Allegedly, what are you? That's gotta be alleged. 
that is got to be alleged. <laughs> I think that's a joke. But I want to see the evidence. I definitely would like to see the I don't know if I do want to see the evidence because if I actually saw the evidence. Because what he's saying is, oh, I don't even want to repeat that. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Triggerverse. Should have kept Brother Griner. <laughs> Should have kept Brother Griner over there. I think she hated America. Welcome to the United World Order of the Socialist States. You called her Brother Griner. Y'all talking about she off of her meds. Yo, this is getting, y'all getting chaotic. Brother Griner. So black men, you should be happy. Shout out to Triggerverse. Even Kwame Brown knows this is one of the, of the biggest busts in history. Shout out to the bus, Kwame. Yeah, this is a big bus. I mean, what is she going to give America? I mean, other than what battery they put in her back. Raza, the terrible, great show, coach. Just so you know, the level of Victor Bout's reach, he sold 800 surface-to-air SAM surface-to-air missiles. Three, sorry, 30,000 AK-47s. Are y'all listening? 10 million rounds of ammo, five tons of C4, ultralight airplanes, outfitted with grenade launchers and unmanned aerial vehicles. That was just one year. Russia was uh, Russia will be putting him to work in the Ukrainian war. <sighs> I, I can't, this is not confirmed. This is a brother sending that chat. I think that that it's that heavy. It's that heavy. Yeah. Because you're in a situation where Russia needs the guy. Especially that America sending over money and arms, right? And mercenaries. This is not alleged. <laughs> but I'll say it's alleged. Okay. They're sending over money to the Ukraine, but they just let the merchant, they just let the merchant of death go out and now they're gonna go to work for Brittany Griner. For Brittany Griner. It don't make sense. Caitlin says, Coach, as a man who was once married, have you ever known for husbands to be sexually praised by their wives? If your answer is no, which I believe it will be, he says, then why should men marry 304s? Okay. Uh, the one thing I will tell you about married people in discussions of uh, their relationships in the bedroom is that it's often over height. It's over height. Oh, I love when my hubby and us have action. I love when we have intercourse. I, I love it. I can't wait. It's always over hype. You can't believe a word they say. Any woman that says that, oh, me and the hubby are going to go get frisky. You're like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> going to have a little marital missionary tonight. Great. You know, put the, we're going to, can't wait to put the kids to bed. Can't wait to our date night and we're going to get frisky with each other. This is all stuff that she does for the ego of the husband. She ain't looking forward to a damn thing. Matter of fact, we already showed you that it is women that get bored with uh, monogamous sex easier or faster than men. They get bored with it and they start thinking, well, you'll be here. You ain't going nowhere. Why do I have to have it with you tonight? Let's have it a night that I'm going to feel better about myself. You ain't going nowhere anyway. Yeah, that's a myth. Percy, he says, in my Greta voice, in the Greta voice, in the Greta voice. How dare you? I dare you drop them Trump facts. People ain't ready for Trump facts. 
because they always want to pin you in on something else. But he was a great sister. Like, I showed you the evidence. Let me see here. Caitlin says, also, Coach, do you remember in the show Sex Over Life, Brad also banged her 304 friend and let her see it on video, but she still wanted to go back. Guys, yeah, man, lust is lust. It is what it is. Once you get into a woman and you get into her sexually, you're going to have her for a, a minute. You're going to have her for a minute, especially if she pulls away from you. So you can almost do no wrong. And I think they were having a, a orgy or a threesome with her and a friend and all of that stuff. I mean, that stuff that dealing with women's nature is somewhat, you know what the biggest mistake is. And let me see the, the biggest problem with men. And I've said this before, the biggest problem with men understanding women is that they do this. And I'm trying to wake you guys up. This is the biggest problem. And once you change this, your life will change. You Try to trust their words and don't look at their actions. I keep saying this over and over. Listening to them tell you what the hell they would do is a waste of your time. And they're damn classics. I would never do and I would never. And I was in that situation that wouldn't do. And I could never do a thing like that. Doing that is completely nasty. Ooh, those girls are whores. I'm not like that. I'm different. I'm not like those other girls. Dude, if you, if and ladies, I'm sorry. It is what it is. I do this with men too. I don't trust shit that you say. I don't trust nothing nobody says. And what people will do to young men is to say, well, don't trust these lying ass dudes, but you can always believe a woman. That's garbage. Dude, do not believe that. <laughs> and your life will change for the better. Now, what's going to happen is you'll be able to call people out on bullshit. You'll be able to say, no, 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 no. Only time will tell. But you can trust relationships are based on trust. Well, do you trust me? No, they don't trust you. Oh, sure I do. Sure I do because they're trying to earn your trust. One of the things that a person will do that is the biggest violator of what you would call a negotiation is to tell a person or automatically say you should trust me up front. Mm. What? No, no contract allows the person to tr trust up front. Trust is never given up front. This is why you have a contract. What the if you trusted a person up front, you would never need a legal document where both of you would sign. But in our social contract, we just automatically say, yeah, just start off with trust. Absolutely not. No, trust is earned. Based on your actions, I'll get to decide how much trust and leeway or leverage that I'm going to give you. So you have to do your best to earn my trust. I don't just give you the trust up front and then you fraction it off and then lose it ultimately. And then you skedaddle to the next slinging Johnson. No, that, no, no, no. You always trust their actions, never trust their words. And especially a woman that is under the age of 28, never trust anything that she says. Nothing because she doesn't even know who she is as a person yet. Okay. She doesn't even know who she is as a person. Ladies, if you disagree with me, I know you're going to disagree with me. This is why I have to say this, because you're going to say this is hate or whatever it is. But I'm going to ask you this question. Then we're going to really get out of here. Ladies, listen. If you believe I'm wrong to never trust a woman under 28. I'm going to ask you this question. 
If you're over the age of 28, let's say you're 32, 40, 50, would you take life advice from your 26-year-old version of yourself? I'll wait. Would you take financial advice? Would you take advice on what to buy insurance? Would you take uh would you take advice on relationships? Would you would you consider yourself smarter at 28 or 24 than you are at 42? Is the woman you were at 28 dumber than the woman you are at 42? Look at Jackie is in here. Shout out to Jackie. I believe that's a woman. She said no way. May said, definitely not. They would, I know plenty of women in my 40s because I'm in my 40s. I ask them that all the time. Would you listen to the the 24-year-old version of yourself? She would say, hell no. That's all you need to know, gentlemen. Not one woman will say, hell yeah, that woman was the greatest woman of all time. I'll go back and be her. She'll trade the looks, but she definitely wouldn't trade what that person had in their head. So here's what I'm telling you. You guys are making life decisions on what a 24-year-old woman's saying, thinking, and believing. And she's telling you what life is and what love is and what all this is. She don't know shit. She knows nothing. She knows zero. She don't even have no life. And then she's also telling you what she will do and will not do. She has nothing to measure it on. Zero. That's basically a children with breasts. She has nothing to base it on. So when I tell you, never even think about what she's saying is anywhere near accurate. It's nowhere near accurate. Accurate. She knows nothing. Don't base your life decision. <laughs> Don't make your life decision on a, any woman in her 20s. She does, she's not going to be who she is when she's 40. Trust me. There's going to be two different people. As a matter of fact, it's going to be a 180 degrees. It's going to be North Pole and South Pole. It's going to be Western Hemisphere and the Eastern Hemisphere. It. <laughs> So this isn't about being anti-woman. It's about that person is not going to be who she is when she's grown up. And she knows nothing about what she would do under any circumstance because she doesn't have life advice. Not only that, uh, she doesn't have life experience. Not only that, she knows socially she's going to lose you if she does admit that she's a scab peeling skeezer and she makes uh, dumb choices in selecting men because then you're the one she's selecting. If she's previously selected bad men, and she's selecting you, what makes her, What makes you any different than the previous men she selected, okay? If she has a history of choosing bad dudes, why would she admit that she does, you know what I mean? Why would she admit that she'd be out here cheating on dudes and having uh, men in the beta male orbit? So I'm giving you advice. My advice to you is do not listen to women in their 20s. They know nothing. They're not going to be who they were in their 40s or 50s. So you, what you were going to do is you're going to trust her actions. You watch her. You tell her what the, the story is. You tell her how you should, how she should function and operate with you. She shouldn't be telling you, oh, it's about love and trust. It's about respect. It's about, and she ain't got no damn life experience to back up her claims. And I would never do And If a friend of mine was cheating on her husband, I would tell. No, she won't. She is not going to tell on her friend. I'm just letting you know. And she gets put in that situation and you find out the hard way that she didn't tell on her friend and her friend didn't tell on her. Mm. <laughs> hey, don't let me don't let me uh, tell y'all the truth out here. Trust her actions, never her words. 
and women are good at words. So they good at putting a whole bunch of rainbows and hold on for a second. Butterflies in the sky and whales and dolphins. And they good at that shit and telling you this and word salad that. And I'll never do this and I'll never do that. But I don't give a damn what she says. They could have this. Unicorn. Dragon. Can't hear it. I thought y'all could hear it. Y'all can't hear it. Oh shit! I'm playing the music. I'm about to play it again. <laughs> Can y'all hear it? Oh y'all can't hear it. I was jamming. Hold up. We gonna play it again. I was ready to go. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Yeah, man, they good at telling you all this butterflies and pies in the sky and rainbows and dolphins and unicorns and rabbits and cute bunnies and all that shit. <laughs> they good at that. All right. They good at that. But I'm like, what about this hard ass money? What about this hard ass Johnson? What about our reality right here? Oh, uniform unicorns. Oh, Skittles, butterflies. and. <laughs> And bunny rabbits. Oh, and the cute little kitty cats. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the kitty cats and the rainbows. And oh, did you see this rainbow? They be grabbing their phone. They be grabbing their phone. They be like, they be like, oh. How they do their hands? They the way they be doing their hands. <laughs> they get their phone. Oh, that's a rainbow. Look at that rainbow. Look at that rainbow. I'm gonna do a pan. I'm gonna do a pan. I'm gonna do a panoramic. Get the panoramic. Get that rainbow right there. Yeah. She ain't never going to look at that shit. I think there's a unicorn over there. Matter of fact, did I see the Lucky Charms leprechaun over there? I bet you. Do you believe that there's a pot at the end of the, there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? Perhaps we should go to it. You want to go to the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? That's how they do you. You driving. You thinking of some shit seriously. <laughs> You're like, let me get some serious shit on my mind real quick. Can you be quiet? Okay, you driving. Oh, look, a rainbow. Oh, let me get my phone. All right. There's a there's a leprechaun at the end of the rainbow. Do you want to go? That would be so romantic. I bet you that's the end and that's the beginning. Let's go. Let's chase the end of the rainbow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you be driving, looking at her like, <laughs> you'd be like 
He says, you got to lightly touch with the fingertips and the nails. Yeah, they hands be like, they be like. <laughs> and you like, look, man, I ain't got no time for this fantasy bullshit. You're just so not romantic. You always want to burst my bubble. Can't you just relax and have a little bit of fun? You're always too serious. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, man. Look. Let me check. We do have Cali West Miami. Last one. He says, believe nothing you hear and half of what you see. Half of what you see. 100%. Even when you see it, they good at hiding it. All right. He's just a friend. Don't be so insecure. And you're so insecure. All right. Let me check PayPal and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, yes. Definitely going to get out of here. I think Kalen was the last one on PayPal. Yes, he was. All right, shout out to the Coach Gang. We are no show tonight. No show tonight. We will be back. Should be back in the morning or late afternoon. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Hey. New, 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 new world. And we out of here. Peace. Um, And here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. (laughs) We may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. Um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you.